everybody, and welcome to another episode of Literally, a bi-weekly podcast where we talk about books, what's going on with the world nowadays, and everything in between. This episode is going up a bit late, I'm sorry about that, but I'm still trying to figure out an uploading schedule that does not make me overwhelmed and works for me and my time. So, yeah. Sorry guys, you'll have to bear with me for a while longer while I figure out my stuff. That said, before we get going with today's topic, I wanted to pull your attention to what happened two days ago. On August 23rd, an innocent man, Jacob Blake, was shot on his back seven times by the police in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and is currently critically injured. Fortunately, he is in stable condition, so that's good. But yeah, the cops were there apparently to respond to calls of a domestic incident and they somehow ended up shooting a man that had nothing to do with it in the process. But I mean, hey, even if he did have something to do with it, the police is not supposed to be going around shooting people. That's just not part of the job description. That's not what they're supposed to be doing. And they need to be held accountable for their actions. But today, I'm asking you to do something about this. If you care whatsoever about human rights, I need you to call or email. That's what I'm going to do. The Kenosha City Attorney or the Kenosha Mayor and City Administration or the Wisconsin Department of Justice. You can find the numbers and the emails with a quick Google search or you can find them on Literally's Instagram bio as I will be putting the links up there so they're accessible, visible, easy to find and you can also donate to the Milwaukee Freedom Fund which is extending support to protesters in Kenosha if you are able to donate of course that will be great if not there's a ton of other stuff you can do to help and when you call or email you can say something in the lines of i'm calling on behalf of jacob blake because this and this happened and i'm demanding an investigation and for the involved officers to be held accountable boom just as easy as that it's not going to take you more than five to ten minutes so yeah it's really easy to do and it's going to make an impact but uh, this whole um thing just goes to show that these are not some isolated cases and things that that just happen once things like this are just literally happening all the time all the time the cases of brianna taylor and elijah mclean have yet to find justice so go harder for them as well and continue to sign petitions to send emails to donate and yeah change is possible and there's a ton of stuff you can be doing to help And you can always, 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 always find a way to help if you really want to. But, hey, on a lighter note, 
ish today um would have been the 75th birthday of Marsha P. Johnson, a social activist and absolute legend who co-founded the Gay Liberation Front and dedicated a lot of her life to helping queer and trans youth and who played a major role in the Stonewall Uprising of 69 and who was just an amazing person overall but unfortunately her life was cut short and her murder was ruled off as a suicide only for her case to finally be reopened 10 years later in 2012 and yeah Marsha faced a similar fate to many other black trans women and I thought it was only fitting for us to talk about some of the things people in the trans spectrum have to deal with and rights they are being denied and yeah then I'll give you some own voices books by trans authors with trans main characters to give you a fuller perspective on the topic um, you know because no matter how much I research and try to give you information from trusted sources um, it's not the same as hearing from it from actual people who experience um, the stuff we're going to talk about because this is all coming from the perspective of a cisgender white woman and there's only so much I can say about an identity that is not mine. Plus we are here to amplify voices that aren't, that aren't being heard enough and the transgender community is seriously underrepresented in media and these books just deserve more love. These stories deserve more attention and we all deserve to know more about them. So yeah, go support some trans authors like right now or like just wait to finish this episode and then go go read some of the books that we're going to talk about. Yes, stay tuned, it's about to get real lit. So, first things first, if you hadn't realized, sex does not equal gender. When people talk about sex, they're usually talking about biological sex, which is the sex that you are assigned at birth because your body has different hormones, chromosomes, genitalia etc. And that is just totally unrelated to your gender. And trans people are basically people whose gender identity does not align with the sex that they were assigned at birth. And trans or transgender is an umbrella term which means it includes, it's one term that includes a variety of identities. And it's a spectrum and different people identify with different parts of the spectrum. And there's not just one way to be trans. Um, it's a broad term. And different people will use different words to describe themselves. And you should use the words that they tell you to use. Um, and you should never be making assumptions about people. And you should always ask for their names and pronouns. Even if you are talking to someone who has been your friend 
um, or like if you are re reconnecting with a friend you haven't seen in a long time, it's always best practices to ask for their pronouns because you never you never know. Um, you, you should never be assuming what a person is comfortable with being called and you never know what a person's identity or gender is so it's you should you should always ask for people's pronouns and although the terminology the word trans transgender is a new word has only been used lately in the in the 20th century um the trans uh the people in the trans umbrella have always been here have always existed despite what your conservative family members will tell you <laughs> they have been here in different cultures around the world throughout the ages there are two-spirit people in native american culture there are Burnesha in Albania, and there are Hitras in some part of the southern Asia, um, and just a, a whole lot of identities elsewhere in the world, in different cultures. So, nope. Conservative uncle who won't stop making uninformed remarks during Thanksgiving dinner, the internet did not. And I repeat, the internet did not make your kid trans or queer. It simply, it is simply providing them with a safer space where they feel accepted and as if they can finally express themselves and be themselves. A safe space that apparently you failed to provide. So, there you go. Now, obviously, there's a lot of difficulties that come with being trans. I mean, it's literally forbidden by law in 40-plus countries, and I think that's just horrible and wrong. And even in the more, quote-unquote, emancipated countries, um, countries that you would think that are more accepting towards trans people, there are still laws that deny trans people basic human rights and discriminate them or allow discrimination allow them to be discriminated against and put them at higher risk and transphobia is very much real and prevailing even in Europe even in the US i mean literally just like 3 or 4 months ago i believe Hungary passed a law that does not allow people to legally change their gender. And speaking of the U.S., um, according to Selena Simons Duffin's article for CNN, Transgender Health Protections Reversed by Trump Administration, a rule that will remove non-discrimination protections for LGBT. LGBTQIA plus people when it comes to healthcare and health insurance is set to go into effect very very soon um and 
it defines sex discrimination as only applying when someone faces discrimination for being male or female and does not protect people from discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation or gender identity. Now, laws during the Obama era define protections regarding sex to encompass those based on gender and what they're trying to do now is reverse these rules and go back to the definition of sex as sex assigned at birth, so biological sex, which we discussed is not the same as gender, but this is what they're trying to do. So for example, a trans man can be denied treatment for ovarian cancer or abortion, etc. And since these new rules practically equate sex to gender, they are pretty much erasing entire identities. And if you decide to sue people for discriminating you because you are trans, you are not getting anything out of it. Because technically there are no rules that protect you from this kind of discrimination any longer. So are, are you trying to understand what I'm, where I'm trying to get at? So basically you can be denied access to healthcare and insurance just because you're trans. And if you decide to sue people, you're really not going to be able to get anywhere um, because they're like the, the the law is written in a way that it does it does not define what you are experiencing as discrimination i mean sure there people can can um still sue but it's just going to be way harder to get a ruling in your favor and now this obviously affects all of the LGBTQIA plus community, um, but really think of the ramifications that this will have for transgender people. I mean, especially now that we're going through a pandemic, it's just going to be very, very hard uh, for people to to get health care, and it's it's just not right. This administration is really pushing the U.S. backwards, and I hope you all are dealing with those mail-in votes and are going to kick Trump out of office this November, because this is really wrong. And, yeah, but you can actually do something right now. If you want to help with this, there are petitions you can sign, and you can find some of them on Literally's IG account or find them very quick with a Google search. We live in the digital age. Everything is super accessible. All you have to do is just click and search and yeah, it's it's that easy to make change happen. So please, please do that. And some other things that plan, uh, that trans people have to deal with are, again, as we talked about, barriers to healthcare, widespread lack of accuracy in identity documents, and lack of leg- legal protection. Um, 
and there's also all the harassment and stigma we talked about and a lot of anti-trans violence the number of trans people killed in america alone is just constantly increasing and just recently the number of murders in 2020 surpassed that of 2019 according to trans equality's article on 2020 murders 28 people were murdered this year and it's only august i mean that's just insane the most affected by this violence are usually trans women especially women of color there's just so much unnecessary hate for this community and people are being treated terribly i mean why does it bother you so much what other people identify themselves as or the way they choose to live their life that's like it's it's really none of your business everybody should be treated with care and respect and everybody deserves basic human rights i mean we are living in 2020 human rights should really not be something we talk about on a day-to-day basis that's that should be just like everyone should have access to human rights and everyone should have access to healthcare. this is not something we should be discussing but we are and since it's a problem it's a problem that we should concern ourselves with and a problem we should be trying to fix huh yeah excluding trans people from healthcare privileges is inhuman and anti-democratic as it's not representing this very important part of the population why should a cis person be offered healthcare then just because their sex matches their gender like that's do you realize how idiotic that sounds why should cisgender be the norm even and moreover why should people who are not quote-unquote the norm be treated like they're not people think about that really just think about that for a minute if you have transphobic friends please please educate them have a conversation with them have that conversation with that conservative uncle of yours and try changing things within your immediate circle and within yourself and then go bigger sign petitions spread information in social media if you have like any kind of followings there's just very much you can do and you just you just need to go out there and do it there's always something you can do to make change happen so take that chance Alrighty, now we're gonna get down to business and we're gonna talk about them books. It's gonna be great. I just, I, I love this section of the podcast. I love talking about books. I love discussing things that I've read recently with you guys. And 
yeah, be sure to continue the discussion on my Instagram profile at literally underscore podcast or email me with opinions and questions at at literally.podcast.lit at gmail.com and I always enjoy reading your emails and the responses to what I have to say here so yeah keep them coming and yeah okay now before we get into the actual books first let me ask you a question think about this for a second with me okay now i'm gonna i'm gonna ask you some stuff you're gonna you're gonna answer in your head okay there we go here we go have you ever read a book with a trans character in it okay you have your answer okay and in how many of those books was that character the main character or one of the main characters all right and how many of those books were own voices or written by authors who had a similar identity to that main character yeah go through those books in your head do the math and now tell me how many books do you have left after that last questions not that many huh but we are here to fix just that i'm still working through this list myself so i haven't gone through all the books i haven't read all of them but i'll give you the ones i've read first and then some more that are on my list so you have a variety of things to choose from so yeah let's let's get to it first up we have felix ever after by case and Candler. case and calendar i'm sorry oh i pronounced that wrong um this one is a YA contemporary about this trans boy called Felix who's in a summer art art program um and he's working hard to get into Brown the college of his dreams and navigating the drama caused by someone displaying his old photos at his art program um school at, at the school where he's participating in the art program and this person is also sending him anonymous texts that are very transphobic where he's being dead named and insulted and felix takes it upon himself to do something about it and deal with this person and it's a very it's a very good book it's a book where felix claims his agency he is allowed to make mistakes and finger thing and figure things out on his own and he's allowed to claim his identity and claim what is his and makes the best choices for his happiness literally dot podcast dot 
lit at gmail.com as I always enjoy reading what you guys send me. Um, and I always enjoy just, um, continuing the discussions further with you. So yeah, keep keep them coming. I, I love them. Um, okay, now um, we're gonna get started. But wait, actually before that, let me ask you I'm gonna ask I'm gonna be asking you a couple of questions and I want you to respond to them in your head. Um, okay, ready? So think about this for a second. Have you ever read a book with a trans character in it? Think about that. I mean you probably have, but yeah, how many of those? Okay, you got you got your number. Right? Okay, so and in how many of those was that character the main character? Mm-hmm. And how many of those books were own voices or written by authors with a similar identity as your main character? Yeah, go through. Go through those books in your head. Do the math. How many books do you have after that last question? Not that many, huh? Well, we are here to fix just that. Um, I'm still working through this list myself, so I haven't gone through all of the books. But I will give you the ones I've read first, and then I'll expand the list with stuff I have yet to read, but that are, that are on my TBR. So, you have a variety of things to choose from. And, yeah, let's get to it. Okay, the first book we have here is Felix Ever After by Case and Calendar. It is a YA contemporary about this trans boy, Felix, who is in a summer art program at his high school and is working really hard to get into his dream school, Brown. And he's navigating the drama caused by someone who displayed his old photos at his art program at his at his high school basically and this person is apparently also sending him anonymous text messages where he's being dead named and insulted by he I mean Felix Felix and so Felix takes it upon himself to do something about it and to fix this. And it's a book where Felix claims his agency and he's allowed to make mistakes and figure out things for his own. And he claims his identity and claims what is his and makes the best choices for his happiness. And it's a very fun, very cute, very sweet a just a lovely lovely book and i really recommend it actually i was um listening to a review of this book by audrey at perpetual pages and they were talking about how in this book um well actually how in most books when we talk about agency we say oh yeah agency is great you know, having characters 
make decisions and you know make choices that that's what makes for a compelling story for a compelling narrative that's what authors should be doing but usually when we talk about agency what we are actually trying to say is yes let them make choices but let them make the right choice and felix does not do that um he is constantly making mistakes he is making some very questionable decisions sometimes but it's those decisions that um help him grow as a person so yeah it's 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 a very very great book and it made me laugh it made me cry it was really very 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 lovely by the way check out audrey at perpetual pages um they have some of the best um reviews and they also have reviewed some of the the other books that are in my list here so um they just make very amazing content and um more people should be checking them out so please do um yeah but check out felix ever after too um case and calendar also has a lot of other queer books and books where trans people are well i don't think he has other books where a trans person is the main character but he also he has very diverse cast of characters and um usually trans people are part of that cast so if you like this one and you want more case and calendar he has a lot of other titles out so yeah i'm not flaunting anything i'm just existing this is me i can't hide myself i can't disappear and even if i could i don't f want to i have the same right to be here i have the same right to exist case and calendar next up we have if i was your girl by meredith russo and this one is about a trans girl from an a overprotective family um living in the south and she moves she goes to a new school and her parents are scared for her and don't want her to get hurt as she starts her new life in this new school and she decides to keep her past identity a secret secret and it's basically a story of what happens to her at this new school um yeah this one was one of those first widely distributed books by trans authors with trans main characters so yeah, that was pretty cool um i'd say give it a go but beware there's trigger warnings for the naming misgendering transphobia um not just in this one but honestly in every single book on this list you're gonna you're probably gonna face um some of those things so um if you're triggered by those um maybe maybe skip some of these titles or um I i'd say also go go do some research before reading the these because they because uh certain books also have trigger warnings for depression anxiety um, and other stuff, so, uh, but I couldn't possibly be able to list every trigger warning for every book I'm going to talk about. That's why I'm not mentioning them, but, 
um if you you know yourself and you know you're you find certain things triggering it's it's pretty easy to find trigger warnings for books um by looking them up on goodreads or google um so yeah do that if you feel the need to but yeah that's if i was your girl by meredith russo who also has other trans books out so check those out as well i have not read them yet so i don't know what to tell you about them but you know check them out on your own and tell me how it goes for as long as i could remember i had been apologizing for existing for trying to be who i was to live the life i was meant to lead meredith russo next up we have george by alex gino and this one is a book about this girl called melissa who is living in a boy's body and she is in elementary school and her class is working on a production of charlotte's web and she really really wants to be charlotte a role commonly commonly played by girls but she is a girl and she just wants everyone to know that and yeah that's basically the premise of the story but i, I don't want to tell you any more than that because it's it's a very 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 short book um it's it's very short it's very sweet um and it made me cry so much and it's just such such an important book it's amazing i i really really love it um i don't know and also the fact that it's middle grade just it just makes it that that much more emotional and heart-hitting i i adore this book it it was just i don't know it just gave me all the feels it was really beautiful and stories like these are so important for kids to build empathy from a young age and or to give them a book where they can potentially see themselves see that they are not alone and what they feel is completely normal and who they are is not something bad it's it's something normal and beautiful and and allow them a way to find themselves and express themselves and it's it's such george is it's it's a beautiful book it's a beautiful story it's so heartwarming um but yeah again beware that melissa is misgendered and called by the wrong name throughout the whole book except some small sections especially towards the end but it has a happy ending so i absolutely think you should give it give it a go and give this to your kids or in, or read it to them um it's beautiful it's wonderful get on it right now um the author has pulled from their own experience but they don't have the same identity as melissa as they are gender fluid um but that does not make the story any less valid and any less important it's amazing it's beautiful and the author is also pretty great so go support them and go read this book please because it's amazing
someday, somehow, George would have to tell Mom that she was a girl. But this was not that day. And as for how, she had no idea. Alex, do you know? An Unkindness of Ghosts by River Salmon is the only sci-fi on this list, I believe. Well, no, there, there's actually another book by Salmon here, um, which could be considered sci-fi. Maybe? I, not really. Well, yeah, okay, it doesn't really matter. This one is sci-fi. It's set in a spaceship where the last humans are being sent to a promised land. And within this spaceship, there is a very clear hierarchy of people. And it has very visible parallels to the South in the late 18th century. Um, it is also a very thorough analysis of racism and classicism. And has very good gender discussions as well. So, yeah. It's very hard to read at times. It's very brutal. But it's also... It's it's really worth it. I'm personally not the biggest fan of sci-fi. So I didn't love it as much as I could have otherwise. But I still think it was a pretty good book. And I recommend you give it a shot. If only just for the discussions of racism and gender. It, it was it was worth it. Poor, poor books. Lonely pages bound in lonely leather. Their only company, the occasional loose. They exist only to be read. And yet, with no one there to read them, they might as well not have been born at all. I run my fingers along the spines of the books I can reach. I do it to affirm them, to let them know I'm a lover of stories, even stories about alchemists or biology and other true things. River Solomon. Now the coming books um, all have adult themes and mature content, so... If you're not comfortable with that, I'd say wait a few years before getting to those. But they're all very great books. Um, and now I have another book by River Solomon. It's called The Deep. And is about these creatures of the deep. Um, I don't know, maybe think of them as mermaids. Um, more people, whatever. Who are descendants of pregnant African slave women thrown overboard by slave owners who have created this whole civilization for themselves. But since the pain and trauma of their past is too much to live with and handle on a daily basis, they have one person deal with it, um, it which they call a historian. And this person is tasked with keeping these memories and the rest of the population gets to live their life nor normally except for one day of the year where when they get to relieve the memories of the past um it explores generational trauma memory belonging history it's worth read the characters here 
are not the same gender as Solomon, but I thought it was such a cool book. I had to include it somewhere. Um, so here you go. Great book. Great discussions. Go read it. Forgetting was not the same as healing. River Solomon. Now I've got some Austin Chan books for y'all. The first one's called Peter Darling. And it's basically, as you might have guessed, a Peter Pan retelling. But this time, Peter is Chance. And he's back in Neverland. But now the Lost Boys have a new leader. And yeah, chaos and adventure ensues. And this version of Neverland was darker. But I kind of wanted it to be even darker um, than this. But it was still pretty good. If you were ever a fan of the original Peter Pan, you will enjoy this a lot. It is it is a very, very interesting concept. I I kind of don't want to say anything more and let you see for yourselves. But it's, it basically shows how Neverland is this place where dreams come true. Where you can be your truest self. The real version of you. And if the real world is is out to get you this place is still there it's still there for you it's home it's 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 home and which which i feel like which i think is probably was what most people must have felt like when they were reading peter pan as kids and then what chan does is he flips that narrative on his on its head and again very very cool concept i love that um, again, I wish it was darker and maybe a little bit longer. Maybe some things could have been explored more, but, um, yeah, this was only like 160 pages, but it, I feel, I, I still felt like I really, um, I, I, I really enjoyed this and I felt like the author really understood the original material and expanded on it immensely. So, yeah, really worth reading. I I really enjoyed this one. That's the trick of growing up. Nothing stays the same. Hook sounded oddly sympathetic. You see the faults in everything, including yourself. Austin Chant. The other book uh, is called Coffee Boy. And... It's a novella about an intern at a political campaign who has a crush on his supervisor who has a crush on their boss. It features a trans protagonist um, and a gay romance. It's short, it's funny, and I really recommend it. It's, it's, it's just really, really quick, fun, and sweet. Sometimes you have to reclaim it, he mutters, because it gets rubbed in your face either way. Austin Chant. You guys are sleeping on this author. Like, his books are really great, but he has somehow, he somehow has, like, less than 5,000 5, readings on Goodreads. That's, like, just, I don't know. It's just unbelievable to me. 
um, how people are missing out on these very good, very fun, very quick stories. I mean, his books are literally, all of them are like under 200 pages. And I think more people should check them out. So please do. I myself am going to start Caroline's Heart like right now. But yeah, please check out these books and these authors that I just mentioned. I think that they are all very worth it. And if you need more recommendations, here we go. Here we go with some books that I have yet to read, but that have transrep and um, that have good reviews um, by other people. So here we go. Dreadnought by April Daniels. Stay Gold by Topley Maxsmith. When the Moon Was Ours by Anna Marie McLemore. Spellhacker by MK. Trans Like Me, Conversations for All of Us by C.N. Lesser. Birthday by Meredith Russo. That's the other Meredith Russo I was talking about. Transgender History by Susan Stryker. I'm Afraid of Men by Evex Shreya. Little Fish by Casey Platt. Freshwater by Aquaca Emezi. Nevada by Imogen Bini. And that's a wrap for today. I hope you learned something, got some good book recs. Let me know what other books um, you are reading and what other topics you'd like to hear me talk about in here. And I will see you next time. Bye. Yep, I got I got rid of that outro. It it was I mean I I, I love it because I don't know to me it was so cool, but it also makes me cringe every time I hear it. So it it had to go. Help me help me decide on a different outro because I definitely want some something cool to say um, when I finish recording an episode but what I previously had was not it <laughs> so yeah bye <laughs> for you this time listening to this episode of Literally. Literally is a bi-weekly podcast that strives to educate people about current issues and provide them with reading material to continue that education further. Don't forget to share this episode with your friends and leave a rating or review. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at literally underscore podcast or ask us questions through email at literally.podcast.lit at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.